I'm Michael Best with June Grasso. On the eve of the presidential election, just a few days before, FBI Director James Comey informed Congress that the FBI was going to review emails between Hillary Clinton and her aide, Huma Abedin, that had been found in an unrelated investigation of Abedin's estranged husband, Anthony Weiner, on Mr. Weiner's computer. The disclosure caused a barrage of negative publicity for Clinton, and she said that she believes it's one of the factors that ended up costing her the presidential election. Now a judge has unsealed the search warrant for those additional emails, and Clinton, Clinton lawyers and campaign officials say that the FBI's case for further investigation was exceedingly thin. Joining us to discuss this search warrant and uh, its ramifications are, is Michael Vadis, a partner at Steptoe & Johnson who is an expert on cybersecurity and was the, for, the founding director of the National Infrastructure Protection Center at the FBI. Michael, welcome to the program. We're very happy to have you here today. Happy to be here with you. Uh, so why don't we start by talking about what exactly the search warrant says now that it's been unsealed. What was the basis for the FBI going into uh, these emails? Uh, essentially, th- th- when they were going through Anthony Weiner's laptop, they, they saw uh, header information on emails indicating that there were emails on the laptop belonging to uh, Weiner's uh, wife, um, Huma Abedin, the, the Clinton aide. Uh, and the rationale in the affidavit to the search warrant was that we know that between 2009 and 2013, Abedin and Clinton sent thousands of emails to one another, and that a large number of those emails contain classified information. That's what they learned from the, the investigation that had gone on into uh, whether Clinton had violated any law in her handling of classified information. And they said that they found emails from Abedin uh, between Abedin and Clinton on Weiner's laptop during that same period. Therefore, uh, there was probable cause to believe that some of those emails uh, contained classified information. Now, the man who, the attorney who requested the unsealing of this uh, suit on December 12th is Randall Schoenberg, and he said that he was appalled when he saw the what was in this application, and why didn't the FBI disclose to Judge Fox that Aberdeen's lawyers had already turned over all relevant emails on Aberdeen's laptop and BlackBerry? Don't you think that that would be something that the judge should know? Uh, You know, I'm not really... Uh, in a position to comment on whether whether uh, Schoenberg was properly appalled or not, um, I think that the, really the only legally important question is whether the affidavit established probable cause to believe uh, that, that there would be evidence of a crime on the laptop. And in my opinion, it does because um, uh, there was information in the classified information in the classified uh, information in the emails that were previously discovered. Um, which, you know, technically is a violation of the Espionage Act. Uh, the FBI director in the summer said that no reasonable prosecutor would actually bring a case, even if the vi- there was technically a violation. Um, that doesn't mean that there wasn't evidence of a crime on the laptop. It just, you know, it, it may mean that they were unlikely to find any additional information beyond what they'd already found, but it doesn't mean that there wasn't evidence of, of a crime on the laptop. What about the timing of this? The nine days before an election, when you're not sure what's on that computer. And this could be an ongoing investigation. That's a very different question. There the question is, was it appropriate for the FBI director to to 
uh, inform Congress in a way that was obviously going to be made public nine days before the election of this sort of investigative step. My my opinion on that is no, it was not appropriate. He he should have known what the consequence, consequences would be, uh, especially since it did seem unlikely that any new information would be found. But that's that's an entirely different question from whether there was probable cause uh, justifying the search of the of the Wiener laptop as a legal matter. Well, I guess that it's hard to sort of separate these two questions in everybody's minds, right? About whether it was appropriate to get the warrant in the first place and whether it was appropriate to disclose the existence of these emails, um, because they are so bound up together. But now that we've seen what this search warrant looks like, and it, a lot of people are saying, you know, it looks as though they should have been able to figure out that even before they got the emails, that these emails are basically the same ones that they had already concluded wouldn't justify prosecution. Does that further undermine the way Comey handled this thing? No, you know, look, I, 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 look, I voted for Clinton. I worked in the in the Bill Clinton administration. Uh, you know, I would have preferred that she had gotten elected. I also think Comey made a mistake, but but I think we it is important to separate out these issues. And and uh, I think a lot of Clinton supporters are are making arguments that don't make legal sense because their 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 analysis is clouded by their political bias, uh, and and that's unfortunate because I think they're they're casting aspersions on career FBI agents and on a federal magistrate um, for making decisions that, you know, they wish hadn't been made. Um, And, uh, you know, I think the the bottom line, again, is you you can't know what the emails are unless you look at them. The FBI agents who were examining Wiener's laptop didn't look at the content of the emails uh, that were from between Abedin and Clinton because they were not pertinent to the Wiener investigation. And so that's why they felt they needed to get a separate search warrant. They looked at only at the header information that shows, you know, the, the, the to and from lines and the, and the date uh, the emails were sent. Uh, and that's what gave them the basis to seek a search warrant to then look at the content. You can't know if they're completely duplicative of emails they already had unless you look at the, the content. And just as a point of interest to our audience, the lawyer in this case, Randall Schellenberg, is the attorney who is depicted in the 2015 film Woman in Gold. And he represented Maria Altman against the government of Austria in getting five Gustav Klin paintings from her aunt's estate, played by Ryan Reynolds. Just a point of interest The story here. just keeps getting better. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, he, so I mean, he, he's not part of the Clinton administration or the Clinton uh, uh, political a- apparatus. Um, what, even if they he's find— He's doing this for kicks. Or, for, or to see if justice was done, perhaps. Um, what could be done now? I mean, is there anything to be done now if, if, this, if this happened? Is, is Comey, if, if, someone, if a lot of lawyers go forward and say this, there wasn't probable cause, is that just a blot on Comey's uh, record or what? Again, I, you know, I think, I think Comey's decision to send a letter to Congress in a way that was obviously going to be made public shortly before the election was a mistake. That will always be a blot on his record. That was an error of judgment, though. It wasn't an error... Of, of law or or somehow uh, malfeasance on his part. It was an error in judgment. He was put, I think it's important to remember, too, he was put in a very difficult situation uh, by Bill Clinton because it was Bill Clinton's inane decision to go onto the airplane of the attorney general at the time his wife was being investigated by the Justice Department, which caused the attorney general then to recuse herself um, from the decision over 
whether to bring up uh, an indictment against Hillary Clinton and say that she would accept the recommendation of the FBI director, whatever it was. That put Comey front and center. If that whole thing at the airport hadn't happened, it would have been up to the attorney general uh, to decide you know, what to tell Congress and when uh, and whether to seek an indictment. So you, know, you can thank Bill Clinton for the fact that Comey was the one making these decisions about what to say and when to say it. So Michael Vadis says more trouble in the Clinton marriage. That's what we should conclude from this, huh? Um, uh, you know, what, what I conclude from this is all these lawyers who are spending their time wonder, you know, saying there wasn't probable cause for the search warrant should be focused on how to stop Donald Trump from implementing a disastrous agenda that, that he's putting forward now or stopping some of his disastrous uh, nominees for important cabinet positions rather than relitigating the election, which is, which is over and done. Well, that's Michael Vadis. We'll have him on again to discuss that. We will definitely have Michael on again. He's been on before, and he's a terrific guest. Thanks very much for being here, Michael. He's the founding director of the FBI's uh, uh, National Infrastructure Protection Center and a partner at Steptoe & Johnson. Coming up on Bloomberg Law, we will be discussing Facebook, which is in trouble with European regulators. Apparently, European regulators believe that uh, Facebook may have failed to disclose information about what, what it could share in terms of data with WhatsApp when it acquired WhatsApp in 2014, and there may be very, very large European fines that Facebook is going to have to pay. That's coming up on Bloomberg Law. This is Bloomberg.